Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Down in the DMs. With your hosts, hailing from Johns Creek, Georgia, Charlie Miller, and hailing from Situa, Massachusetts, Ben Smith. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Down in the DMs. It is April 4th, Thursday, and we're ready for the weekend. Um, it's been a long week. Kind of tired, kind of out of it, but we're here. It is Wednesday in real time, so just so you get a feel for how over this week we already are. Very over this week. No class on Fridays for either of us to be yachting in the middle of the podcast. That's how tired I am. It is literally 8 o'clock I'm just in about, the afternoon. I'm so, so tired, but we're here doing a podcast. Um, my valley this week actually is I'm tired, and your valley is also <coughs> that you're tired. Um, uh, I think we're tired for different reasons. Yes. I am tired because of uh, lack of sleep. I got... Well, Okay, yeah, If we can equate them if you put it to that level. Well, lack of sleep on, what night was it? Monday night, lack of sleep, and then last night, lack of sleep, and then tonight, probably lack of sleep. Okay, but why? Oh, um, I don't know, I just can't, I just, I can't sleep. I get to about 12 o'clock, I get tired, but I lie in bed, and I just can't sleep. You should take some of my NyQuil. I take melatonin, but then I just doesn't doesn't help well you gotta switch it up your body's getting used to it well nyquil's not for falling asleep nyquil's for there's like the active ingredient in nyquil is melatonin so that's making you fall asleep you're just taking cough medicine i'm just taking i'm sipping that perp yeah technically but yeah no very i actually every night i uh i pour myself a sprite dirty sprite double cup it just pour some nyquil in there puts me right to sleep if it works, it works for you. But uh, no, yeah. All right, so let's not do that. Not Whatever eating you're healthy. Do, what you're doing right now, putting no. your feet on the table and kicking the... Okay, mom. I'll put my feet on the table. No, it's not that. It's that you're kicking around the remotes, and it goes directly into the mic stand. Oh. So the users can hear. Correct. Correct. The listeners can hear everything that Correct. you're doing with your um, feet. Live on the podcast, Mike Indrasana was asking us <coughs> what the horse in the back mean is. Wow. So, the song is Old Time Road, Mike. So he's, is it old? No, it's he's old two road. years. He's two years older than us, and yes. he is a boomer, internet professional. So Mike, when you listen to this podcast, I just sent you the text telling you the song is called "Old Town Road," and it is on Spotify. Shouts, shouts to Mike. I got the um, horses in the back. Horses in the back. Um, should we just should we sing the song? No, probably shouldn't. Okay. What is your valley? How is your how is sleep related to your valley? You are tired because I'm tired because I had a huge finance test today. So. I was up late last night studying, woke up this morning around 5.30 to study. Uh, it's just been a long day for me. Been kind of like, you know, straining the brain, straining the body, feeling like High shit right day. now. Yeah. I think I did well on the test, though, so. So yours has been just a daily thing where I've just been? No, yeah, it's just today. I've been tired, tired for like six months now. Straight. That's probably something that you should figure out. Sleep-deprived Ben yeah. with the bags under the eyes is holy back. Um, peak this week. What's your peak, Charles? My peak is that 
I have formal this weekend Ooh. in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Which is also kind of a valley because I had uh, my date bail on me. Ooh. Ouch. Is it because you're ugly? Probably, yeah. I would like, I mean, most likely. Most, that definitely, that certainly played a role. Certainly played a role. Yeah. In if, that you, happening. if you were handsomer. If I was handsomer, then she probably wouldn't have bailed. Yeah. But, so or I'd work on that. And, slash, or I would also be, uh, I would have an easier time finding a replacement date, which yeah. I have not. And so I'll probably be going alone. Yes, it is. So if you're listening to this on a Thursday, Thursday, if you would like to leave tomorrow to go to Myrtle Beach with me and you are not ugly, then let join us know. Me. Let us know. Hit, Hit him up, up on Twitter Hit at cmiller1123. You know what to do. On everything. I mean, you know where I am. You know where he is. You know where to find um, me. My peak this week is spring tailgate. Got the spring game this weekend. So we have a spring tailgate. So. My friends at Phi Sig won't be there, unfortunately, which is like my home base at Tailgate, so I'll be even more of a wanderer. Yeah. But uh, I got friends all over. But we got, we got plans to make a, uh, a Tailgate video. Yes, Tailgate so. video coming soon. Um, Alec and I will be slapping that together. Shouts to Alec. I don't know if he listens, but if he does, shouts to Alec. Um, let's hop into the show. Quick peaks and valleys for us today. Your opinionated ch- takes on charity. Charlie's opinionated on a lot of things. Um, charity's one of them. And so if you know Charlie or you think you know Charlie, you can probably guess what his take is on charity. Um, so I, I have to preface this. Um, before people get mad online through their headphones, you have to know where I'm coming from. I'm someone who is actually very heavily involved in charity. I've been yes. instrumental, an instrumental part in starting two separate 501c3 which government recognized charities hat, actually one of the charities I'm current I'm quite literally wearing a charity will to live hat right I'm now wearing a fly as private we hat because we don't fly commercial on this podcast no this is this we commercial or this this podcast is sponsored by fly private fly private it quite literally is sponsored by fly private yeah we should <laughs> because I am sponsored by fly yeah private. we need to do an ad read for them soon they're they're getting they're they've been all in my emails I feel like our target our our, our demographic and our listener base is the target demo for a private Absolutely. charter company. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so yeah, my opinion takes on, uh, on charity. This started out as a Twitter conversation with Jack Bernier. If feel free to follow him on Twitter, Jack Bernier, I believe the I in his last name, B E R one. Oh, I actually don't know off the top of my head. Jack Bernier also made our intro and outro music. Which freaking slaps. It slaps, as so. you guys know. Wait, I'm looking it up right now. Because I told him I'd shut him out. Uh, yes, I'm correct. Jack Bernier. It is J-A-C-K-B-E-R-N-1-E-R instead of the I in his last name. Um, but yeah, we kind of got into it. I retweeted something that said, um, you're only flirting with me so I can buy your sorority philanthropy tickets. True. Which is like Accurate. very funny. I was last I, night. You, if you guys know me, I'm like super anti giving money to sorority girls. Yes, you are. You're on record as that. Um, I was in my insomniac state last night. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the, the correct term for that. I was scrolling through my likes on Twitter, tweets that I've liked, and I scrolled all the way back to a tweet from Jack Falvey from February twentieth, and I laughed out loud at it. And it is related to this. It caught a snowflake on my Di- tongue. Different Jack. Yes, Jack, Jack Falvey. Falvey, not Jack Bernie. Caught a snowflake today on my tongue. What did you guys do? Oh, yeah, you tried to request me on Venmo for your sorority. In quotes. That's awesome. Hilarious tweet. So I retweeted it. 
Um, but yeah, it's kind of a thing. Girls will Venmo request you, or they'll ask if they can Venmo request you. They slap it up on their story, and like the answer is always going to be no. No. Um, because oh, here's here's the thing about charity. Um, like it or not, your I said somewhere in this conversation that my time that I can give to a charity, your time that you can give to a charity that you care about is much more valuable than yes. the $26 that you can afford to donate. Yes, correct. Like it or not, that's not how the charity game works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can argue that a bunch of $20 donations, $5 donations, $1 donations can add up, but that's not really where the money comes from. Uh, from charities, most of those, mo- most of the money that charities take in are from people who write checks. They're people who donate thousands of dollars yes. at one time. Um, so really that's where people are actually you know, helping the charity. Mm-hmm. It's great that you're giving $1 to whatever the fuck charity your sorority tells you to promote. But in reality, that's just not doing anything. If you care about the charity, I actually more recommend that you uh, give your time to the charity because it means a lot more than you donating one dollar um unless you can afford to write a check then by all means go write a check that's awesome um but i've also found that those people who are writing checks not gonna make any i am gonna make comments on it whoa a lot of the times those people are doing it because their tax accountant knows how to uh, loophole and work around yes. some some tax things. People forget charitable contributions can be written off on your taxes. Not only can they be written off, a lot of times they can deduct um, more than Ooh. what you're donating uh, in terms of your what you have to pay to the government. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. I actually support that. I would yes. much rather my money be yes. going to a charity that yes. I care about than the fucking federal government for Donald Trump to build a wall. Yes. But um, that being said, another thing about charity, um, especially quote unquote nonprofits, I don't think that a lot of people realize that nonprofits don't mean that everybody's giving their time for free. There is almost certainly a headquarters of whatever nonprofit you are giving your money to that is staffed with people who make exorbitant amounts of money. Uh, Oftentimes the CEOs of these charities make over a million dollars a year. Uh, That's not surprising at all. And your money is a lot of the times going to fund their offices and the stuff that they're doing and paying their employees and stuff like that rather than actually going yes. 100% to the cause that you mm-hmm. think you're donating to. Yes. And I don't know. I think that's kind of fucked up, but maybe that's just me. Well, it's got to, I mean, that's where volunteering your time is that much more effective because you aren't like yeah you're not otherwise they'd have to pay somebody to do that you're not you're not taking away from the charity you're not asking for money you're just donating your time you're helping out you're helping run fundraisers stuff like that um you're helping find those people who are gonna write checks i don't know maybe it's because the charities that i've worked with um predominantly deal with 
you know, youths. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the time, people like us can't afford to write checks. No. And so we think we're doing something when we give $5. And you are doing something. I mean, it's not it's not bad. You're not doing a bad no, thing. No, you're not doing a bad thing, but like... Your time, you... Keep you, your $5, honestly, and you can get do, your ass yeah. out of bed and go and help do a 5K. Help, do something. You know, walk around and ask people for money and and tell them about what the charity is actually going for. I think that that means a lot. Actually, I know because I've yes worked in it, it before. I know that that means so much more than whatever little contribution you can give. So stop fucking Venmo requesting me for $1 so you can get your stats up and then win a $100 Lululemon gift card from your sorority. Yes. Correct. That's the T, sis. I hate myself for saying that. We spilled it. Spilled the beans. Um, next up, switching gears completely. Um, where was your hiding spot when you were a kid or when you were a high school kid? I don't know why I thought of this. It's a good question, though. It is a good question. I'm going to explain mine. Um, I had, I have multiple hiding spots. I have, let's count, one, two, three, four, five. I have five hiding, six hiding spots in my house for weed. Um, five different spots. Um, after you smoke weed, Charlie, um, you get high and you are apt to forget where things go. So I have five spots where I put, um, said container with, with my paraphernalia in and I will, whatever place I'm closest to, I'll put it there. Right. Are you talking about your room here or your room no. like in high school? In high school, back okay. at, at home, at home, five different spots. And usually, so the next time I look for it. I won't know where it is, but every time it's in one of the five spots, and I know that for a fact. And they're all five spots spread around my house in equally um, unknown locations, and it works fantastic for me. Never been, never been caught, never been discovered. Um, for alcohol, though, I did have a spot. I had a container under my bed, uh, a plastic tub that had all my old baseball and soccer uniforms in it because it was a seasonal thing, so I'd bring them out nice. seasonally. Yep. But um, as I got older... I um, we didn't. I didn't play soccer or baseball, so I just kind of had it under there, and I would put my alcohol in there under my bed in a tub wrapped in soccer equipment, soccer jerseys and baseball jerseys. That was my spot. Where did you? What, what was your What was your deal? So the headboard of my bed was this big clunky uh, wooden thing that was heavy and not easy to move. Um, so I was easily able to slip whatever I was trying to hide like back behind Mm -hmm. there and around the corner and like kind of tuck it away. Uh, And like literally like anything I could put back there, it would never get found Mm -hmm. because like nobody would ever move my heavy ass bed. Yes. Um, What I, what I, when I, when I comes to hiding spots for me, you have to go at least two levels of movement to get anything to find anything like, Two things have to, like, you have to go out of your way to do two yeah, different things for sure. to get to where it is. So, no matter, I'm not going to spill the beans. I don't want, I don't know if my parents listen to this. I don't know if they don't. I don't know if they don't. I'm not going to spill the beans. But for every spot that I have, it is a two-step process to get to. Like, it's very unlikely that two things would occur in order for them to be discovered accidentally. My sister's in on it, actually, so she knows what to look for. She's like, hey, like, you know I keep this here. Um, Who's calling you right Evan's now? calling me right now. God damn so. it. I don't know. Um, so she knows. So if she finds it, 
she'll be like she'll grab it and snag it and put it somewhere else so we're on the we're we're on the same team that's nice that. that's nice to have a team member so you can be like you should be like hey like mom's really sketching sketching out right now can you run to my room and like go grab my stash yeah no she'll she'll let she'll let me know if anything ever gets taken there was one day i got my fake id taken oh my, my dad found it lucy texted me she says hey like dad found your fake like let, you, let me know so i took i had my other fake i gave it to my friend and i said here hold on to this for a day nice and then i was like oh dad give me that back you know like i need you, that you bro. rascal i was like i like sold it so hard and i told him like when i came back from school i was like yeah dude i had two of them and i bought a new one like it's not <laughs> you didn't you didn't you're not gonna stop me like what like i've all i'm two steps ahead like i'm always i'm always there classic i'm always there um so yeah we all have hiding spots for stuff we all still do have hiding spots for stuff We'll talk about it. My hiding spot, like, here is, like, not very... No, good. I mean, I don't have hiding spot. Like, I do have... It's not, like, a hiding spot. It's just where I keep it. I mean, it's not... It's in a yeah, exactly. Lo- it's in a hidden location, technically. Like, it's not out in the open, but it's, like... But, like, even, like, when my mom comes to, like, visit me, like, yeah, I, I just have... keep it in that spot. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, kind of... Yeah. It's, like, in a drawer, but, like, pushed towards the back of the drawer. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, I didn't try very hard. Like, if she, if she finds it, like, she finds it. Like, oh, well. Oh, well. We're adults, kind what of. What did I say about Sorry, doing that? I'm just really tired. I want to lie down. Bro. Um, next up, growing up, maturing. Um, I came home pretty drunk on Thursday night last week, and I got home, and I was like, "Man, I gotta go to sleep." You know, it was late. It was like two a.m., and I had I I had the spins, you know, because I I'm a I'm a lightweight. When I get drunk and I go to bed, I lie down. I get the spins pretty bad, and I was like, "Okay, I gotta focus on something." So my, my balance can figure itself out and I stopped spinning. So I was lying in my bed on Instagram and like someone popped up that I was like, why the hell do I still follow this person on Instagram? And I clicked and I unfollowed them and I went to my followings and I was like, okay, I'm going to scroll through all 900 people or 920 people that I follow and I'm going to unfollow everybody that like I don't, A, I don't know, I don't like, I haven't seen posts in a while or like C, I don't like care about or like. We're not, like, friends at all. And I unfollowed uh, 212 people on Instagram. And since then, my followers number has slowly started to dwindle down. I was up, up to about uh, 1,130, and I've since dropped to about um, 1,108. So people have the unfollowers app still, I guess. And they're like, oh, Ben Smith unfollowed me. Better unfollow him, too. That's, like, one of the all-time biggest trash moves is to have the unfollowers app. Yeah, I had that when I was in high school. Really? Like up until junior year, and then I was I like, never I, had. I never it. used. I never it. had. I never it. like. I checked once in a while. I didn't care. Oh, you know what's the worst? What's the worst? The worst is the whatever app it is that like will automatically tweet for people. So like every morning it'll be like two people follow. Oh me, yeah, three I hate people that. unfollowed me. I hate that. Like, how do you not realize that that's happening and stop it immediately? Yeah, that that whatever just... like whatever this service is providing you, it is not worth it. No, definitely not worth it. Hundo P, not worth it. It's a Twitter but, now tells you like who follows you. Plus, like if you click on somebody's profile, it says follows you right there. And if it doesn't, they don't follow you. It's pretty easy. Plus, like I feel like we both consider ourselves to be like pretty like anxious people, like yes. self, like self conscious, self conscious, like whatever. But like even we don't really give us ignorance. Fuck. Ignorance is bliss. I mean, in, in that sense of in that sense of it, like I'd rather I'd rather not know than like constantly know. You know. Yeah, like, I feel like that would just give me anxiety if, like, every morning I looked at my phone and saw that, like, I saw a notification that, like, these people unfollowed me. I'd be like, what did I do? What did I do? Yeah. No, exactly. But, like, I finally, I finally sacked up. I think, been thinking for a while. I'm like, man, 
how does that work? Like, how do you, am I going to follow the people I was friends with, like on a hockey team in middle school yeah. for like six months? Am I going to follow them for the rest of my life? Like, nope, not anymore. Not since last week. I had followed everybody that, and I'm not even like worried about talking about it on the podcast because nobody listens to the podcast that I unfollowed. Yeah. Because like they're, they're not connected they're not, to my life in any way. They're not reals. They're, they don't exist in my life. So yeah, I pretty much only follow. I pretty much only go through a cold like that if I'm like coming near my ratio or if I'm coming up near like a like I just recently did it like a couple weeks ago because I was coming up on following 800 people and I'm like a little bit over 800 followers mm-hmm. and like I I just like unfollowed a few people so that it w- it looked like I had like a lot more followers but in reality I better have, ratio yeah. in, in reality I have like 818 followers and yeah. like 795 following or something like that yeah, it's okay. like it was nearing that number so I was like yeah, Maybe they'll it just, do it. It just didn't matter. I just and I, like every time you scroll through, you find people and you're like, wait, for, like yeah, either a who the fuck is this? Yep. Or b this person like changed accounts or something. Mm-hmm. C like I why do I still follow? I this? Talked to or seen this person? In like why do I follow years. this person or this page? Yes, exactly. So I unfollowed a bunch of people. Finally did it. I I, I just got sick of seeing people pop up my Instagram feed. Where I'm like, I who is this? I wouldn't not recommend you guys to go through your Instagram and like maybe call out a few like just ghost accounts. Do a purge, like you know. Just it's not. You don't I have don't to know. unfollow two hundred and twelve no. people. I mean, I did because like, I was drunk and I was just unfollowing wildly. Um, you're like, fuck you, Steve O'Leary from seventh grade. Not even that. I wasn't like, fuck you. I was like, who are you? I don't care about it. It was like that. And so, I mean, it, it, it's worth it. You, you'll be surprised to see how people, like, people you still follow. You're like, wait, I still, like, they haven't posted an Instagram picture in, like, six years. It's like, why do I still follow them? Yeah, I feel like when you get towards, like, upperclassmen of high school, you're trying to expand your circle, expand your circle. Freshman year of college, expand your circle, expand your circle. And now we're, like, we've reached that breaking point. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, as the older we get, the more I'm trying to just like reel that back in. Definitely trying to make it more of a small circle again. I don't want to deal with that. Speaking of unfollowing people, do you delete tweets, Charlie? Because I'm, I'm, I delete. You are a noted tweet deleter. I'm a noted tweet deleter just for the fact that like, who gives a shit? To be honest with you, like, I don't want to see the tweet on my timeline. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my best foot forward when it comes to Twitter. So if I get a tweet and it's like doesn't get that much love, or like I'm like, oh okay. Whatever, it failed, delete it. Nobody yeah, I'm, I'm usually of the opinion that, you know, like, my Twitter is my diary. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, if you don't like it, fuck you. This is, like, I don't care. Like, if I tweeted it, I thought it was funny. So, like, I'm going to leave it. I mean, I don't delete tweets. I, like, I leave tweets for, like, a month. And then I'll scroll back. I'll scroll through it and be like, okay, that was good. That wasn't good. This got love. That didn't get love. That was stupid. That was dumb. And it's not like immediate. Like it's not like I'm deleting any tweets from like the last week or even two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll go back and delete stuff from like Christmas break where it's like, oh, okay, that got no love. Like that was dumb. That was stupid. That's what I do when it comes to tweets. Yeah, I the, really the only time I ever delete tweets is when I get a tweet off that's doing, you know, you know, more than like a thousand engagements. Like it's getting a lot of love or like, you know, I... I'm trying to interact with like a, not like a celebrity, but like a higher level Twitter person or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I kind of just like get the feeling that people are going to scroll through my timeline. Yeah. And especially like, especially if I'm on a Tilly, 
mm-hmm. like I have been this week, uh, where I'm doing, you know, like 20 likes, 30 likes, 40 likes, 50 likes consistently in a couple tweets, mm-hmm. but like a couple tweets in between are kind of duds and yeah. they'll do like seven likes or five. I'll like delete those. So it's like, like you said, like putting my best foot forward. Yeah. So like when they, when they see my timeline, it's just all tweets that have done well yeah. for me. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I should, I should follow this guy. It's yeah. Pretty funny. I get that when somebody follows me, like I, I get a, like a new follower notification, like if it's somebody that like opinion matters to me, where I'm like, oh geez, like I'll like look at my timeline and be like, what are the, like what's their first impression of me going to be? And I don't really I don't usually delete tweets like immediately, but like I'll scroll back through the old ones. That's when I'll scroll back to the old ones and be like, okay, that didn't that was dumb, that was dumb, that mm-hmm. was stupid, that looks bad. And that's what I'll do, but I, I I don't. I guess that's the difference is like I'm never scrolling past like. A couple days yeah like, like i'm i'm saying well you also tweet like a lot a lot yeah i tweet a lot more than you but like are you how many times are you gonna kick the table that was an accident move my feet uh but yeah i i'll just be like you know i just want them to see that my last couple they're not gonna scroll past the last couple yeah. days so i just i just want to have all bangers in my last couple days you want to have the portfolio peaking at the right just time popping um you want to talk recycling real quick because recycling is like high key a scam. I'm skeptical, bro. I'm skeptical. This is the like I just thought about this today. Recycling seems like a potential health hazard. Like someone else wow. is using a product, and then it goes away, and I don't know what happens to it, and then magically, I'm reusing the same product that somebody else used. How do I know that they didn't have herpes or AIDS well, no, or something? That's, that's different. That's that's like cleaned and melted down and used back up. Like it's not like mm. recycling itself. Always? Recycling itself. Do you know that? No. Do you I know, that know that for sure? For yeah, every product. No, I do not know that. But I I'm I'm sure that they wouldn't let government and the FDA wouldn't let people But like No, you know, you can't you can never be sure. I I feel like there's this movement now where people are trying to be overprotective of the planet. And they're putting other things on the back burner, such as, you know, health and cost and stuff like that. So I don't know. How do you, how am I supposed to know that this can I'm using right now that says recycled hasn't been used before by some ugly person? No, but recycling in general is like a big scam. I also share this opinion. So it's not an opinion. This is just a fact. I'd love Um, to talk about this with you. Recycling is a very expensive thing to do. So a lot of the times you throw your plastics and your paper products into the blue bin or whatever color bin it is, and then it gets taken off by the waste management people, right? And they have to separate the plastics by color and type. And paper is one thing. Paper is pretty easy to recycle. But plastic recycling, more likely than not, your plastic's just getting thrown away anyways Mm -hmm. because it's not worth their time. It's not worth their money to separate clean and do all that stuff. So like the big, the big waste management and the big recycle, big recycling is like a myth. Like you're paying somebody to take your recycling and then they're just throwing it away in the trash because they don't want to take the time to do it. And that's like been a thing. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to take the time. Like, first of all, waste management as a company is making me pay more to have a recycling bin. And then I have to go through and separate my shit, even if it's just that split second of choosing between which trash can I'm going to throw it in. 
Because in because not only the outside you have two separate trash cans, inside you have to have a recycling bin and a trash can. And it's not worth it to me. It's just not. I don't care. No, I mean when they recycling itself isn't bad, but like the you glass recycling, paper recycling, good. Plastic recycling, myth. Bad. People aren't they're making they were trying they're trying to make money off it and they're trying to do very little work by doing it and you're just throwing stuff away. It's and crazy in Europe they literally like they don't even have like plastic bottles. Everything comes in glass and it all gets recycled. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where it's like how do I know cuz you're obviously not melting it down or anything like that. It's glass. Mm-hmm. It's in its final form. So you're what are you doing? Are you just power washing it? I there's no way that there's that they're cleaning it effectively. No, I don't know how. And then I'm just reusing glass, it. But they definitely do. I don't know. I don't know. But glass. I don't know, recycling, man. Recycling, recycling, sketchy. Super sketchy. Super sketchy. Super not transparent industry. No. For like what it's supposed to be. What's next for us, Charles? Because we don't really have that much to talk about today. It's low energy. Oh, actually, us. about um, recycling. I heard that. Well, you know how Coors does like the silver bullets, like they're like aluminum bottles mm-hmm. and uh bud light does the same thing with like aluminum yes like i think most big beer companies do something yeah. like that apparently that like all of those aluminum bottles are just like 100 percent recycled material yeah i believe that it's metal so it's like i don't know how i don't know how the recycling process works but the metal and that type of aluminum like you can like hammer it down heat it up hammer it down. yeah well, it's malleable. It's a metal. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm doing a project in one of my classes on Anheuser Busch, mm-hmm. and they say that, or maybe it's it might be Miller, uh, Miller or Coors or somebody. Bud Light or something like that. Somebody, somebody in the industry that I'm focusing on uh, claims that they, the average life cycle of a can from leaving their plant to being fully recycled and leaving the plant again as a recycled item is 60 days. Jesus Christ. Which seems very fast to me. I mean, I guess, like, beer doesn't have a very long shelf life. Yeah. So, obviously, they're selling it and people are buying it and consuming it. it But, like, all of the transportation and bottling and recycling and melting down, whatever the fuck they do, 60 days seems really quick to be an average. I don't know, six two months. That's not, that's not that that's not that short of a time. You know, I mean, how long you buy it? It probably gets shipped out, put on the shelf, and is like purchased within like a week and a half, and then within a week and a half of that, it's back in the trash somewhere, right? And then from a month, and then it's a week and a half from the trash to the plant, and then a week and a half worth of cleaning, and then. Rebottled, repackaged. Yeah, I guess when you put it like that, but I mean, if you break it down. But I mean, think also with international stuff, because all of that is bottled in America. Yeah. And then sent overseas and then have to be sent back to be recycled, which is a good plan by them because they're saving money. They're they're using less yeah. raw materials, but still shipping it back. Are you sure it's being shipped back to not repurposed and like? Cleaned over there and then shipped like that's probably recycling plants over there. Regardless, yeah, it has to come back. Regardless, it's three months to China. That's an average. It's though. two months to Europe. 
Well, I guess they don't drink a lot of American beer in Europe. Or China. Or China. But they still sell over there. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why it's the average, I guess. It still seems very quick for an average. A weighted average, you know? Very quick for an average. I don't know. Anything else today? Nothing about recycling. No. I don't know. Low energy podcast. A short little guy today because we kind of had a short week. Short. Sorry for the people who bring this podcast to the gym and like work out to the podcast. People do that? Allegedly, really? I've never. I couldn't. I couldn't work out to a podcast. I work out to podcast. No offense to people that do that. Like, I need. I need more. I need rhythm. I need a beat. I need a progressive. Like, I mean, I'm not doing CrossFit. Something to keep me going. I uh, just need to be distracted, which podcasts do for me. Yeah, I don't know. I use. I podcast when I walk around. If I'm driving, if I'm just chilling somewhere, but not usually when I'm working out. Then it's music, for shout. I literally only listen to music when I'm either in the presence of people who don't like podcasts or. Actually, I don't listen to podcasts with anybody else because it's weird. It's kind of weird. It's like a pet peeve of mine. Like I'm trying to listen to this podcast and you're like talking over it, and I'm like, "Mm, I missed something. I frequently do that to you, just because. Yeah, it pisses me the fuck off. You stop doing that. It's like I don't want to listen to podcasts. To where I've stopped like ever playing podcasts in the car. Correct. Correct. It has worked. My plan has worked. It's terrible. So get off with bro. Uh, make sure you're following our podcast though on Twitter and Instagram at DownerPod. Maybe listen to it with friends. Maybe listen actually to it don't with do that. Don't don't no? do group listens because then we don't get the revenue. Yeah, for... it's true. Tell your friends to listen individually. If you do listen in a group, everybody everybody listening. put it on their yeah, phones and right just like now. turn the volume down. Yes, so we get the engagements and the interactions for that. When you go to Show. sleep, when you go to sleep tonight, play just it. just play our podcasts. Play them all. Play them all. Just like while you sleep. Pump those numbers on up. Zero, Thank you very zero much. volume. Um, you can get me on Is Twitter. that illegal? Or is is what we just did right there illegal? Um, no. If it, it might be. Well, Tim Apple, if it's illegal, then. If it's illegal, then don't do it. Don't the do responsibility it. is on the listener. Yeah, it's on the listener to do that. Up to them. They're that's breaking the law. That's also not going to stand in court. Who cares? I don't care. No. Do it. You go, do the me, thing where you go to the Apple store and you like subscribe oh, to our yeah. podcast on all of the... Uh, we'll retweet you if you do that. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Shout you out as well. Um, you can get me on Twitter at underscore Ben Tweets on Instagram at ben.smith.19. Um, that's it for me. I think, Charles, where can they find you? Uh, we already said find the podcast at DownerPod on Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a voicemail. I haven't checked the voicemail box in over a week so that we might just have thousands of voicemails but i don't know leave one anyways i'll listen to it might get a chance to be played on the show that is at 803-402-3818 that's 803-402-3818 you can find that in the description below if you missed that if i talk too fast and you already know where the fuck you're gonna find me it's at similar one one two three on everything twitter snapchat instagram venmo venmo request as long as it's not for charity you can venmo request me i might pay you keep it like under a hundred thousand dollars and i'll pay you really yeah okay i'm gonna venmo request you 50 bucks right now okay going to i'm currently let's do it on the podcast right now i'm currently venmo requesting you 50 dollars charlie miller 50 for the podcast request request remember when you remember this year or was it that yeah, was this year i asked you for a wristband and you were like sorry like i can't get you a wristband like i had to do something else and you just venmo me 60 dollars i was like don't do yeah that. i felt bad here i paid you 
Why are you paying me $50? Because you requested it, and it's under $100,000. All right. Well, I'm keeping it. Okay. I'm going to keep this. Because um, I feel bad. I, I like told you all week that I was going to get you a wristband, yeah. and, and then you were like relying on it, and then I couldn't deliver that's nah, okay. When I'm the delivery guy, I'm known as the you guy. You are known as the delivery guy. Yeah, you do. You do. You are known for. It was so out of character for me that I felt like I owed you. I returned it, and then you sent it back again. Then I returned it again. So it's an ongoing battle. Well, I just sent it back right now. Well, I'm so. gonna keep it. So all right. Good. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you on Monday, maybe Tuesday, because Charlie's coming back from formal on Sunday as a paper to write. Peace. No, no, no paper to write. No paper to write. Oh, that's Took care right. of that. Dope. See you, folks. Have a good weekend. Smell ya.